My name is Ryan Hill, and you are listening to the Arrowverse Podcast. It is so amazing, and you will surely love it. Hello, my good friends. I am your host, Ryan Hill, and welcome back to the Arrowverse Podcast. We will be discussing this week's episode of the Arrowverse Podcast with this episode of Season 1, Episode 6, Arrow, starring Stephen Amell as Oliver Queen slash the Green Arrow. All right, so this episode, uh, Episode 6, is about Oliver going after a group called the Royal Flush Gang, and... So, bear with me, guys. I um, I tried watching this episode, um, but I um watched these episodes on Kojiko on on Kojiko on demand. But because Kojiko, for some reason, doesn't um let let you play episode six of Arrow in season one. I had to do a bit of uh, rushing around so I can make the schedule work for things because I usually watch the episodes on Wednesdays and then record uh, on after I'm watching the episode. So I had to. I'm a little unprepared, so I apologize if I'm a little uh, in a rush this episode, per se. So, yeah, I guess let's make our way into this episode. But first, um, let's get into the updates of the Arrowverse. Uh, first thing with the updates, um, update number one, um, so, you know how, um, you know how in season four of The Flash, Amunet Black had, um, that evil nanny Mary Poppins accent? Well, it was because, it, it was inspired by her, uh, appearance on Robot Chicken, Strawberry Shortcake parody Robot Chicken. She played um, uh, Bitching Puddin. So, so yeah, it's um, very interesting actually uh, that they ins- that the actress who plays her, Katie Sackoff, was on Robot Chicken before, and then it she inspired she took and interpreted that with her uh, her role on the Flash. All right, update number two. The Arrowverse Productions, all the Arrowverse shows, uh, Flash, Batwoman, and Superman and Lois, um, presumably Stargirl, will be uh, starting productions up in late to mid-August. So, that is very interesting, that Flash, Stargirl, all those other stuff is coming on. I feel like for Legends and Supergirl... They are probably going to start in March just because of the fact, like, they're probably going to premiere in March or so, but productions for them are probably going to start, like, in September or October. Depends, actually, on um, how they decide to do things, especially with COVID, so I don't really know how they're going to do that. And... Supergirl, especially the actress Melissa Benoist, is pregnant, so it's harder for her to do her thing. So I'm guessing until she um can, she has the child, her child, 
she they're most likely not gonna film episodes unless they decide to sh- shoot scenes uh and then when she has the kid they just um they decide to basically ha- film her scenes in I I guess it depends how they want to do things I guess I don't know and then for our third and final one uh another short uh update because nothing is going on but yeah so update number three uh Zack Snyder's just we finally got a like a sneak peek or a brief uh minute trailer of Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer and it is the scene in the trailer of the Joss Whedon remake where Superman goes up to Alfred and then it's the same scene actually it's just the different colors and yeah so I'm very interested that Superman is in his black suit from the comics and if you are not familiar with superman in his black suit do he wears the suit after doomsday in kills him in the death of the superman story storyline because of the fact that doomsday is a kryptonian creator who kills anything and i actually um i'm glad that they brought the black suit because fan- DCEU fans were pissed that they scrapped the black suit Superman and I- the black suited idea after we got the set photos of Tyler Hecklin's Superman wearing the black suit in Elseworld. And so many DCEU fans were like, what the hell? Why are you wearing that in the TV shows but not in the movies? This is bullshit. And yeah, just I guess it's a way so that way everybody can have their uh, the Superman that they've always wanted ever since Superman died in Batman v Superman. I I don't know. I just I would actually like I love that idea in, in my opinion. If um they basically changed a few things with the story because maybe Zack Snyder's remake could be like not canon to the Arrowverse, and it's just like an introduction to the multiverse and the setup to the Flash movie as Flash movie will set up multiverse and different realities. So maybe this movie would be set in a different reality where things turned out different in the Justice League movie rather than what actually happened. Like Superman uh, came back, but instead... Of fighting Steppenwolf in his classic red and blue costume, he fought him in his black costume. Same thing we got. Same same thing with um, with the Flash. We could get a scene where he's getting an upgraded suit instead of sticking with the one that we we got instead. It would have been it would be a lot better as it could incorporate the multiverse in our Flashpoint Flash movie. Which I actually am very excited for, as Michael Keaton's Batman is coming in. So yeah, I'm just I'm very happy about that. So yeah, I guess let's make our way into the episode. So if you are new to this episode, this uh, podcast, make sure you stay tuned for that. I'll discuss where you can find me later. And yeah, let's start our podcast in just a moment. All right, so the episode starts off with a 
gun heist or a uh, or a bank robbery uh, well the robbery is held by a the royal flush gang now in the comics the royal flush gang are basically just average criminals who use guns and but they wear masks in like that represent each each um type of card like the 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 king the spades the queen the hearts whatever and then and then you have jack whatever and then yeah so they uh, go there and then the police and then they shoot a cop which causes the police to arrive and the police get there causing them to escape and now let's get into I'm actually going to get in real depth right now what who the Royal Flush Gang are. So, yeah, let's start with that now. So, yeah, the uh, the Royal Flush Gang in depth. So, they are a group of supervillains, and they debuted in the Justice League of America comics, issue number 43 in on March 1966, using a, play, a playing card, card theme. Their codenames are based on an ace high straight in a poker king queen jack tent and ace the group returned to battle the justice league of america many times and also appeared in other comics including wonder woman formerly known as the justice league and superman and sometimes and the group has actually been described as some of the most original villains of their time and they've they've appeared in many animated tv series such as the super power team Batman Beyond, Justice League, and Batman Brave and the Bold, and they've they've uh, they're actually um, one of the members of the Royal Flush Flush Gang actually recently appeared in the l latest episode of Star Girl season one as Courtney's Courtney's father Sam Curtis is is uh, a member of the Royal Flush Gang. And, yeah, he, well, he appears in the third incarnation of the group. Uh, so, yeah, this is, it is interesting how they actually, um, how I'm watching an episode of Arrow, who has the Royal Flush Gang, when I just, when there was an episode of Stargirl that had a member of the Royal Flush Gang. And it, it is pretty interesting, actually, or ironic. Ironic, right? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, and then... Yeah, the Royal Flush Gang, they escape, which leads to we cutting to Oliver and Diggle training. And as they train, Oliver and... Well, Oliver is uh, beating Diggle to the ground because, as we know, Oliver's uh, been under more se severe circumstances, which means Oliver trained better than Diggle, as Diggle was just... Well, Dig has just been in the army. Oliver, Oliver so far has been trained by many different people over the years. Like, um, he's been trained by Yafe. He's been trained by Anatoly Kaniyas. He's been tra trained by Shadow. He's been trained by Talia Al Ghul. He's been trained by by uh. By uh, Tatsu, aka Katana, in the D in Suicide Squad, <sighs> Oliver's been trained by so many people that combined, he's like one of the best fighters in the 
in the universe. Hell, even season eight, Oliver, uh, Oliver, um, could go toe to toe with Earth to uh, Adrian Chase, uh, who is Prometheus on Earth One, but Earth Two he's Green Arrow, and so after that, he's Oliver is known as the greatest archer or greatest fighter in the known multiverse, or one of the greatest fighters in the multiverse. So, yeah. Anyways, so then he trains, and then uh, we they learn about the Royal Flush Gang uh, attacking banks, and then. Oliver goes more after uh, a guy named Scott Scott Morgan because he's a CEO, and then he shuts down company, shuts down houses. Uh, who for the winter, so as their electricity doesn't get paid off in the winter, so then Oliver says he doesn't want to fight street crime as it's not on the list. I think to that. I think what Diggle is saying when he says, uh, Oliver, maybe you can uh, widen your scope of beyond those pages. I think as well the same thing because in the, uh, like, well, like, really, Oliver, I know he didn't want to be a hero. As he says later on in the episode, he says he does, he's not a hero. But, yeah, like, the fact of the matter is that he needs, he do, does need to realize that regardless of that people will see him as a criminal uh, if he doesn't uh, stop putting arrows through people and such I don't know but yeah so then um, we get we cut to flashback of of um, after Yafe saved Oliver from from Edwin Fi- Fires in the in Billy Wintergreen's Deathstroke. And actually, this is a pretty, pretty short flashback as Oliver's just, um, we just see him ripping pages out of the list, which doesn't seem to have anything in it right now, but Oliver rips uh, pages out to uh, make the fire bigger while he's trying to sleep. And as he puts a fire in, someone um, puts their hand on his shoulder. Oliver look, turns his head. He sees it is, in fact, his father, Robert Queen. Which, um, as we know in Arrowverse logic and Oliver's psychosis, this is obviously a hallucination. I mean, Oliver. I mean, I mean, yeah. Um, Oliver's clearly going crazy. As uh, how long? I don't know how long he's been on the island for but for as long as he's been on on it you you would clearly go crazy after a certain amount of time like think of think of for a minute how would you feel if you were on the on an island or a deserted island you are i mean obviously there'd be some people there but think about it you're there for god knows how long without any food any shelter your mind will definitely go crazy, and also you start hallucinating, seeing, seeing um, like horrible, horrible and traumatic uh, events flash before your very eyes. That puts a toll on someone. Like Oliver, he just saw his father die right in front of him. So, or his father committed suicide right in front of him, leading to Oliver having survivor's guilt, thinking 
I should have died rather than my father, since my father actually did shit for for the city. Rather, I was just having sex with girls and trashing up people's houses. And, well, I mean, that's what I would think Oliver did. I don't even think Oliver gave two shits if someone's house was a wreck. I mean, I know Tommy didn't, but I don't know about Oliver. Um, go in the Discord, guys. Let me know in your opinion. Do you think Oliver, like, pre-Gambit pre Oliver ha and Tommy had the same mindset when it came to stuff? I want to know your guys' opinions. Because for all I know, Oliver did not care what happened. <laughs> Excuse me. I just had a sub. So, yeah, that's just... It's just, um... I don't know. I just think that'd be very funny if Oliver had the same mindset as Tommy in the past. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just me. Oh, and one more thing, guys. This is worth uh, mentioning. As Oliver and Diggle were talking about Oliver's um, mission and what Oliver thought was the mission, there's actually a, a cool comic book Easter egg or reference. Oliver says that, or Diggle says that, uh, Scott Morgans is working throughout Keystone City. Keystone City is actually the base of operations for the Golden Age Flash, Jay Garrick, who, um, yeah, he's the Flash in the Golden Age versions, pre-Crisis, and on Earth 2. And then Wally West, uh, is the third Flash, and the first Kid Flash, was from Keystone City. At least in the CW, he was. Uh, the comic books, he is from. Uh, well, yeah, Key Keystone. I'm googling it right now, guys. Oh, Keystone City. Yeah, uh, it's googled. It is also the home of Wally West when he assumed the identity of the Flash, and. We get more. We get a lot of references to Keystone City later on in the in the Arrowverse, as Wally West is from Keystone City. Uh, in season three, when Wally first became Kid Flash, we there's an officer saying, "Send him to Keystone," and there's just a bunch of that uh, stuff worth noting. So I forgot to tell you guys about that. So then we cut to Laurel talking about uh, how. Stag Industries dropped out of a donor, a donor um, problem thing. I don't, I don't exactly know what what's uh what it is exactly. Um, but yeah, in the in the comics, um, Stag Stag Industries is actually called Stag Enterprises, and Stag Enterprises is owned by CEO and founded by CEO Simon Stagg. Uh, and in the comics, he has offices in, in New York City, Los Angeles, or Los Angeles and Gotham City. Uh, yeah, Simon, um, Simon Stagg is apparently a very uh, popular character as he... I... I don't. I don't really know what makes him popular uh, exactly, but like, um, I don't know. See, like, he's one of those characters that you don't really know much about, 
all you know is that he owns a company and that he is that we actually meet Simon Stagg and the first scene of Simon Stagg Industries on the Flash season one when um when Barry Allen when Barry uh meets Simon Stagg or the villain of episode two season one multiplex Danton Black used to work for him or something like that. So, yeah, and then afterwards, um, Tommy comes in saying, um, this brick, uh, the law office is too crowded, and they go to Coast City. Coast City is a one that I know perfectly, as Coast City is home to Hal Jordan, also known as the Silver Age Green Lantern. And Coast City has been mentioned all across the Arrowverse, which we might actually be getting closer to seeing Coast City in the HBO Max Green Lantern TV series, which I would love to see as Hal Jordan being in the Arrowverse, or we might get Jon Stewart in the Arrowverse as David Ramsey said we, he might be playing Jon Stewart in the Green Lantern TV series, which is would be great as we could finally see him suiting up, which we've always wanted since they've announced... Um, they've said that little teaser in Season 7 of Arrow with uh, Earth-90's Flash and such. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, very interesting how uh, how Laurel and Tommy have been, like, coupled or, yeah, been set up as a couple this season, especially as... I think it's just to go away from that arrangement of of Oliver and Laurel, as Oliver and Laurel were in the comics, but because Oliver and Laurel were a couple prior to Oliver being on the on the ship, it could be possible that they uh, that Laurel and Tommy were are like Tommy is probably just a rebound for Laurel to get back at her for get back at Oliver for cheating on him or cheating on her with Sarah. I don't know. I I haven't watched Arrow like the entire all old the old seasons in a very long time, especially the other shows. So yeah, it's just I don't know. It's very very uh confusing when it comes to these things. So yeah. So then we uh we cut to the Queen Mansion with Oliver and Thea just talking about about random things, which lead to um, the fact of the matter that mm, their mother says that um, they're uh, they have company over uh, Carter and Janice Bowen, who I actually thought were supposed to be Easter eggs to the fiddler Isaac Bowen, the fiddler, the Flash villain or the, J the JSA villain, but apparently they're not. They're not even from the comics. But I, um, I don't know. It just, uh, it seemed like that. I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't know. Just, I feel, I feel stupid, kind of, actually. Yeah. And then, um, afterwards, Oliver, um, Oliver goes to, well, he wants to go out, but, yeah. 
things are a bit complicated with the whole uh, with the whole family. Yeah, sorry guys, I'm just um, I'm just uh, thinking about the um, about the episode for some. I don't know why. I'm just I'm overthinking things because I'm trying to use my uh, my thoughts and such. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm 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 sorry guys. Just trying to over. I'm trying to think things over. And then, yeah. Oh, got a better thought. Um, afterwards, um, Oliver got a call from Diggle saying that Scott Morgan committed suicide, possibly because he uh, he didn't want to see the hood. And then afterwards, um, Tommy comes over. Oliver leaves, and then Tommy gets advice from Thea. To talk about uh, Laurel indirectly or something. So, yeah, I'm, I apologize for the way I'm acting, guys. I just, I don't know, I'm just trying to think about things. Especially with what I said earlier in the episode. With It was hard to find the episode. So, yeah. So then later, um, Oliver gets to uh, the Starling City uh, General. Which then um, they just go um, because Diggle says something was going up. Which he lied to Oliver saying because of the fact that yeah, it's Oliver um Oliver needed to be lied to to get to the hospital. So as um of the fact that there was something going on, and then he tells he basically convinces Oliver to do what he think thinks is right, and uh basically Oliver just puts the their differences tells him to put his differences aside, and then. Oliver uh, d just says, let's go catch some bank robbers, implying Oliver, I guess, is trying to do it. I don't know if he's just saying it to uh, get Diggle to leave him, get off his case, but whatever it is, uh, at least Oliver's doing shit. And then afterwards, Oliver, uh, they get ID, or they look at a ring, which Oliver says he has to get in police uh, lockup. Which Diggle says, you're not going to do what I think you're going to do, implying Oliver's going to break into the lockup. And Oliver makes a joke saying, do you even have to ask? Well, I mean, Oliver's crazy. He's crazy enough to break into police uh, confinement and retrieve uh, police uh, police property. So, yeah, he, 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 he kind of doesn't have to ask. But, yeah, anyways, so then... Um, Oliver then go uh goes and then yeah we we cut to uh we cut to Laurel uh going to work and later uh Oliver and Diggle they finally find uh the well from the ring they find uh evidence which leads to uh who the um who the guy um is uh that use the the ring mark and then the guy is Kyle Reston is his name uh I don't think he's in the comics probably most likely not but yeah so he is the one who has the temper the temper in the beginning of the episode who punches uh all those people and such 
but yeah, so then, um, after they get the name, they've, uh, they find out that, uh, there's, well, the, uh, eight, the, uh, the Royal Flush group is, um, well, Royal Flush Gang is apparently a family, which Oliver, um, says, speaking of which, I'm late for mine, and then we get, we meet, um, Janice and Carter Bowen, in my opinion, um, Carter is a bit of a smug, a smug, um, cocky little arrogant shit, just cause, um, of the fact that he, uh, he's more successful in life, in my opinion, honestly, and not to sound like a thug or anything, if someone talked to me about how successful their life was and they were bragging about it, I would have literally um, tumbled the fucker over. I don't care if it makes a scene. I would tumble the fucker over because I don't like people who brag about their lives and then just rub it in other people's faces. Like, it, it just proves that you have nothing better to do but to make people feel bad about themselves, at least in my opinion, nonetheless, but, yeah, I just, I just don't like those kinds of people, and then, and then, like, uh, he's just, and then apparently he wants to, uh, buy Oliver's, uh, life insurance, I'm guessing, I don't know, he said life stories, so I assumed life insurance, uh, so, yeah, I don't know, and then, afterwards of of the matter um yeah i don't i don't exactly know but yeah just, i don't know and then um yeah it's, it's not that much about this scene really afterwards we get to the royal flesh gang thankfully because i don't really i don't like um i don't like the uh I don't like Carter Bowen. He again, he's an ass, so I don't like assholes. But yeah, it's just I don't know. Oh yeah, guys, I actually just noticed remembered something. The guy who plays Carter Bowen is actually the the uh, the news for um the guy who plays Bruce Wayne in Batwoman. Uh, but is actually Hush, but. Yeah, it's actually very th uh, thing that I forgot that ha that the guy who plays this smug bastard is actually Bruce Wayne within the Arrowverse. I think um, the reason why they recasted him was probably their uh, way of explaining side effects post-crisis that Bruce Wayne had a different face. And the fact of the matter is, is that um, they want to use actors... And then they just use crisis to ex to uh, explain all things that they forget. It, I don't know. It just blow blows my mind that uh, people are uh, people did not remember that or they they forgot that sort of thing. At least I for I forgot it, nonetheless. But yeah, it, I I thought that's pretty cool. And what Oliver goes to Felicity for is to get information on Derek Reston, which that which uh, he finds out that he worked for Oliver's father, who laid off. Uh, at, well, yeah, uh, Reston got laid off after the Queen Steel uh, factory got shut down, and then one fifteen thousand employees got laid off. 
causing Reston to do do um, the robberies with his family, which is why Oliver um, goes to Reston to, to have him turn turn his life around, and Reston basically disappears. Uh, doesn't listen, so Oliver um, slips a uh, speaker inside his jacket, so Oliver can like eavesdrop on their conversation or something. So then they find out that Oliver finds out that they're doing one more um, heist, and Oliver says it's time to take them down. Yeah, so then I guess Oliver. Uh, I guess this episode, I don't know if he's going to kill, especially with the fact that they're just people trying to get by on, on money, especially since it's the, the, uh, the problems of Oliver's father, really, so, yeah. And then they, uh, they go to the Starling City, Starling City fundraiser, which, uh, was, remember, it's uh, funded by Tommy Merlin. Well, Tommy and Merlin Global Group, which uh, which is yeah, Tommy's father, Malcolm Merlin's company. So then, um, Oliver goes there. He um, he basically only shows up for a little bit. He apolog and then he apologizes for um, leaving the dinner thing, and then he has to leave. His mom gets mad though because of the fact that he uh, he leaves and the, and then he's like not even uh, like he's not even a part of the family anyways. So then yeah, it's just um, I understand where his mom is uh, at though because the fact that he leaves with, uh, like every a lot. I mean, if I was a vigilante, at least I could do is like just say. I have to go somewhere and then explain, like, make up, an, like, good excuses or, like, say, um, I have, I have to, uh, help a friend out with something rather than, um, like, crappy things. At least, that's what I would say. I don't know. But, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, I have a scab. I have a scab on my uh, foot. I don't know if you can hear me, but yeah, well, I don't know whatever. And then afterwards, um, the royal flush, royal uh flush g gang go to rob a bank, which Oliver goes again. And then afterwards, a cop shoots uh Derek Reston, which uh we find out that. Kyle Reston, his son, is not responsible for everything. Derek, in fact, is because he uh, got him involved. He got his family involved in the uh, the violent life, which uh, it, it's understandable you know, when you do things. The parents, uh, the parents usually uh, encourage kids to do things. But yeah, so um, then. Oliver feels guilty, which leads to stuff. Well, yeah, I'll, and then Oliver begins to go after the uh, the
the people that are not on the list as well as people that are on the list. But I'm guessing as the season, as the show progresses, Oliver will slowly not go on the list. He'll make his way out outside it. Which, it's just my opinion. I don't know. I, um, the only seasons I've, like, watched are the episodes of the podcast I, I am, uh, watching. And then I've watched episodes, seasons five, season six, and seasons, and season eight. That's about it. But, yeah, so then, um, we get to the end of the episode. We, we find out that, Oliver and his well, Oliver and his mom are basically just uh, apologizing to each other, and then yeah, so they just go to Big Belly Burger. Oliver, Oliver and his mom eat, and and that's where uh, we basically end the episode. Uh, so yeah, guys, that's the end of this podcast. But fun little fact: this is the first episode of the series where Paul Blackthorne, the actor who plays Quentin Lance, does not make an appearance in any shape nor form. So, I actually do... I don't know why Paul Blackthorne is not in the episode, but it, I'm, I'm guessing it has something to do with the fact that he... that he probably was, like, busy, or he just uh, wasn't feeling well that day. I I don't know I, I yeah I I'm not entirely positive what what what's going on with the schedule of the actors when they film stuff so uh yeah but anyways guys that's the end of this episode of the pod that's this week's episode of the podcast if you enjoyed it great you can follow me on Instagram Twitter and uh TikTok Instagram the Arrowverse King, uh, underscores for each word. T- uh, Twitter is the Arrowverse 09. Uh, lower cap, lower uh, cases, all words. And then TikTok, you can find me, Ryan Hill 2004. And then to find this podcast, you can find uh, on pa- my Patreon is the Arrowverse podcast. And this this, as long as episodes that are in the current timeline, chrono- because remember, this podcast is chronological order. It is five bucks, and ones that are like bonus or early access, it'll be ten bucks. So, yeah, just stay tuned for uh, future episodes of the Arrowverse. And I am your host, Ryan Hill, and I hope you enjoy this episode of the Arrowverse podcast. Stay tuned, guys.